Hi, and welcome to the Frugal Debt-Free Life Podcast. I am your host, Lydia Sin. I am a mom, a wife, an entrepreneur, and I am living a frugal and debt-free life. And today, we're going to talk about how to not feel like crap about your money situation. Yep, I'm going there. And let's just jump into it and get to the heart of the matter. Money and guilt go hand in hand. And I'm talking to those of you who are struggling with guilt and frustration when it comes to your finances because I have been there. I've been there. And I've talked about this before. Frugal living is not a competition, but I feel like I need to say it again for those of you in the back who might have might not have heard me and are struggling with a competitive sense of guilt. Maybe you're looking around at what others are doing and you're seeing them do it faster and you feel overwhelmed and discouraged. And I just want you to take a deep breath and know that you're not alone, but also know that you don't have to feel that way. Because frugal living is not a competition. It's not a competition to see who can save the most money or get out of debt the fastest or have the biggest emergency fund or the smallest grocery fund. I I really am tired of hearing about how little people pay for groceries, aren't you? Because that's just not the reality for a lot of people. And I feel like that becomes a sticking point and it's just one that we need to let go of. We're not all playing with the same deck and life is not even. And we don't all have the same income and jobs and we're not all working the same hours and our lives are different. One of the ways that we're able to keep our grocery budget low is because I work from home. So I am home most days. I get to cook all of our meals from scratch and I have flexibility. But for someone who lives in a household where both parents have to work or you're a single parent, you don't have that flexibility and you cannot compare your life circumstances to someone else's. You've been given a task that's much harder to do and you have to give yourself more flexibility to do it. It is easy to look at what someone else is doing and get down on yourself and feel like crap. And that is a waste of your time. So stop doing it. Okay, I want you to stop. But how? Okay, well, I got a DM from a lady who felt like she wasn't doing enough to save her family money. Like she she could be doing more. And for her, groceries was the sticking point. She felt like she could be doing so much more in that area to save money, but she was completely burned out. And that spoke to me on a soul level. I've had budget burnout before. And there comes a point when you're so frustrated because you feel like you're not getting ahead and you see what other people are doing. And if you're following a lot of accounts on Instagram or you're on YouTube or you're listening to a lot of podcasts, it it feels like a race you can't win. So stop following people who make you feel bad. Now we've all heard that no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Okay, yeah, that's good advice. But if you've ever been in a place where you do feel inferior, that's trite and unhelpful. So if there are people who every time you see something they post, you feel bad about yourself, unfollow. And if it's me, I want to tell you I'm sorry if I've made you feel that way. And if you need to unfollow me, I completely understand. This isn't the airport. You don't have to announce your departure. But it's okay. 
I understand. You need to do what you need to do to feel better about yourself and know that the decisions you're making about money are unique to your situation. They are unique to you. So if the people you follow make you feel uninspired or jealous or burned out, stop following them. Second, do what works for you. I use this example all the time, but pre-cut watermelon. I buy pre-cut watermelon. I'm not at the point in my life when I'm going to take the time to cut the watermelon and I bought pre-cut. Now the irony here is that I will grow watermelon in my garden, but if I take the time to go to the grocery store and buy a watermelon, it's going to come in a little plastic container. Sorry, not sorry. You know what? It costs me a lot more. That little package costs the same amount as a big watermelon that has five or six times the amount. I don't care. My kids ate it and it was gone by that afternoon and I could have taken the time to cut a watermelon and have a lot more left over and it probably would have started to turn in our refrigerator and nobody would have eaten the watermelon and we didn't have time to eat it before it went bad. Like I could come up with a bunch of excuses, but the fact is I chose to buy the pre-cut watermelon because it saved me time and it saved me waste. I've used the example of bag salad and rotisserie chicken and meals that are delivered to your house that you just chop and then cook. If it saves you money and keeps you from spending more at the drive-thru, do it. My family went through the drive-thru a few weeks ago and it cost us $45. By the way, if you hear like random cars going by in the background, it's me, not you. I'm sitting out in the van to record this podcast because my baby naps in the living room now. And that's okay, but it means I got to work from my van sometimes. So way back in May, at the end of our school year, we had an end-of-the-year celebration. If you didn't know, we homeschool. We do classical conversations. We absolutely love it. And at the end of the year, our CC director said, hey, we're having an end-of-the-year celebration. I have a sign-up sheet in the back. Everyone, please sign up to bring something. Unless you're not in a position to do that right now, and that's cool too, please come anyway. And I wanted to slow clap for her because... We've all been there at some point. We're either mentally and physically exhausted to the point where we cannot make little mini sandwiches and bring them. Or maybe we're in a financial situation where bringing one extra plate of food to share just isn't going to make it in our budget this month. And that's okay. There's no shame in the reality. There's no shame in the reality of our exhaustion or in the reality of our budgets. And that compassion spoke to me. Next, use your tools wisely. Your budget is your most valuable tool when it comes to getting out of debt because you were telling your money where to go at the beginning of the month. But your budget exists to serve you. And I think that sometimes we forget that. We become so strict and restrictive. We get that fire lit to achieve those goals. And that's great. But sometimes those goals aren't necessarily what we really want. It's what we think we're supposed to do. Oh, we think we're supposed to save up this much in this short amount of time because we saw someone else do it or because we listened to a debt-free scream where they talked about paying, you know, $110,000 off in 24 months. Or we think that we're supposed to be running at a certain pace that we're not built for. It's not obtainable where we are in our life. And we have to set a budget and expectations based on our reality. Next, you are a you expert. 
There are budget experts and financial experts, but you are the only you expert here. I'm the only one who knows all about me, right? I'm the only one who knows my past and my innermost thoughts and my insecurities. You are a you expert and you're the only one who knows how you function and how your family thrives. And if that means you've got to take a step back for a minute and slow things down, or maybe it means paying for help. Cool. That means you're paying for some things that another person might think of as a waste of money. Cool. Fine. Great. Whatever. You are a you expert. So you do you and you do it proud and you eat the pre-cut watermelon in the bag salad and you live to fight another day. Okay, I hope this helped. I want you to feel good about yourself and the decisions that you're making because chances are you're doing way better than you think you are. So take a deep breath, take some stock, and know that you can do this. Okay, thank you for being here week after week. Thank you for being here on the weeks that I don't quite make it to the podcast. I appreciate you. I appreciate every single one of you who have listened and left a review. Thank you. You can connect with me on my blog, frugaldebtfreelife.com. You can connect with me on Instagram and YouTube. My name is Lydia Sin over there. If you swipe across the artwork on wherever it is you're listening, you will find the show notes for this episode with lots of information and goodies and details. Thank you for being here. Thank you for leaving a review. That is how people find us. And I will see you soon.